Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, I'm Mayhem. Hello, I'm Chaos. And our happiness is egg chase. Happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end. No, 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 Hello and welcome to the Happiness Is podcast with me, your host Bruce Aitchison from Happiness Is Egg Shaped. And today is an intriguing pod with a guest that I, I don't know at all. Uh, we've just met, we've done that usual thing of communicating with each other on social media and I really admire what he's got going on and it's something that's reasonably close to my heart because the source of it comes from just down the road and the very first international between Scotland and England at the Rayburn Place. But it's far better for him to explain than it is for me. Um, he's got an accent from just south of Croydon, I reckon. Let's bring in the one and the only Mr. Dave Algy. Hello, Dave. Hello. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. Yeah, absolutely delighted to talk to you. This one's been in the pipeline for a while, and we've finally nailed it down through power cuts and all sorts of other nonsense. So here we are. So, Dave, firstly, let, let's hear from you. Where are you from, and, and where do we find you now? Hi, yep, I'm just a simple Kiwi boy uh, over from Dunedin and uh, been living in not far from Twickenham for about 20 odd years now. Um, I am married to Brett. What are you going to do? You know, you get stuck. Yeah, one of these buggers that comes from overseas, takes her jobs, takes her, yeah, one, one of those. I mean, typical... I'd trade you, but you know, I don't think that's the dumb thing to do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, this this thing that has come from from you, it seems like. What, what was the motivation? What was the trigger to come up with the Rayburn Shield and the Utrecht Shield? 
Yeah, it's funny, you know, they, they've always existed in theory, but nobody ever realized it. So it was kind of 2008-ish, we were on a rugby forum, uh, a bunch of us, and pretty sad about the All Blacks yet again losing a Rugby World Cup. And I think we all just threw our hands up going, there's got to be a better way. Like, there has to be a better way. Uh, and somewhere we were looking at statistics and figuring out, well, what about like a winner stays on, a kind of lineal championship? Uh, and went away and figured it out and went, well, this works. This is a thing. Like, this this, this makes sense. And so we decided we'd name it after Rayburn Place, the f- location of the first rugby match. Um, and I think that probably would have been that. But I am not really built that way. I just looked at it and I went, this would be good. This would be good yeah. for the fans. It adds something to us. That four-year cycle where we're not all competing for the same prize, it lacks something. And I was like, this is good for the fans. So ever since then, really, I just kept the website ticking along. And the, the kind of social media have had it all there. Probably... More recently, I've gone, actually, I need to give it just a little bit more of a kick, make sure that we, we get it there, because it will happen. It's just a matter of time. I, I think it's it's an amazing idea. And now, you're, this is obviously just your hobby. This is your passion. What What is it drives you to make it something that you want to make everybody aware of? Yeah, I guess it comes down to one simple thing. Rugby, international rugby is more fun when we all compete for the same prize. That, that's why we love the Rugby World Cup. That's why it's so much fun. And I love competing against South Africa. I love competing against England. We love all of those things, but it's so much better when you can plot the course of it through. And so I guess the thing that drives me is the fans. You know, So people often talk about, oh, do World Rugby recognise it? They don't. They will eventually, but they're sort of irrelevant at this point because it's the fans that matter. So this is something that will bring a huge amount of value to fans as we're all plotting what's happening and we actually get that excitement of it. And World Rugby can follow later. I think New Zealanders often get it because we've got something called the Ranfurly Shield. Yeah, I did wonder so, if that was a bit of a trigger for you. Yeah, I think I just know the passionate folks, right? So the Ranfurly Shield is is only defended away from home. Oh, sorry, at home. But it, the passion in those games is huge. So, you know, I'm an Otago supporter. And basically throughout my whole childhood, we never won it. And it was depressing, but it was also that prize just out of reach. You know, subsequently, they've won it quite a lot since I've left the country, which might be a sign. Um, you know, but it's and, and I think it was that thing of actually that and international rugby amazing, be amazing. So a good example is like New Zealand. We haven't held the Rayburn Shield since 2017. We haven't even had a shot at it since 2018. And, you know, if it were recognised and the players knew that, they'd be itching. Can you imagine the All Blacks, the next time they get a shot at that shield, they would be they'd be eating red meat all week long and they'd be completely fired up, you know. <laughs> I, I love it. Now, the, the Ranfordley Shield, let, let's go back to that a little bit because it's something you're probably not massively aware of unless you're a Kiwi uh, or, yeah. or you've been there. I spent a bit of time in Hamilton in the Waikato and I saw the... Waikato team with Ian Foster at fly half defend the shield and yeah. through that season and you know they had a heap of players Aaron Hopper uh Reese Duggan uh, Glenn Jackson as a young fly half trying to oust Ian I'm Foster and and they were they were a strong team that held the shield and it it meant as much as any of the other trophy you know the MPC holding yeah. on to the log of wood was a big big deal yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's hard. It's really difficult. You know, like it's because people are coming for you, right? Like they, they get one shot at it. So every week that you have to defend it, you just you just got to get up, got to get up again. And, and it's the stories that come out of it are huge, you know, because the celebrations are huge. 
and I think I just enjoyed that growing up with it. I recognised it, and I was like, imagine that across the world. You know? And the the powerhouses in New Zealand rugby, like you said there, the All Blacks haven't held the shield, the Rayburn Shield since 2017. Not had a shot at it since 2018. Auckland yeah. couldn't always get their paws on the Ran Furley Shield because That's it true. might just not have worked. So it gave everybody something to shoot at. And when I look at the list of Rayburn place winners, there's some really interesting countries on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I mean, you know, Romania in the mid-1980s held yeah. the Rayburn Shield. Uh, you know, and they were powered by, I think, I think it was their kind of communist dictator who basically funded yeah. the rugby program at that point. Um, so, hey, it got them a Rayburn Shield, you know. And actually, Scotland, I lost it to them. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I was I was going to say there's there's a bit of a folklore here that when Romania came to Edinburgh, um, and Romanian second row was taken out the back door of a of a pub and never went back to Romania and ended up really? playing at a club just down the road here, Boromir at Megatland. I've got the shirt on my on my <laughs> wall up here. Um, so there's lots of little stories that must tag off the Rayburn. Mm shield a bit like the Ranfurly shield i mean some of the defenses and sub shock wins you know club um areas that only maybe held on to it for a game yeah. but for yeah. that time they were kings in new zealand yeah exactly yeah it's and you know it's, it's like the heartland teams when they can get hold of it and so i think that's what i love is you know in 1999 samoa would have held the rayburn shield and can you imagine that's huge right like who sees them winning a world title but they did and they have you know and that's really exciting as it comes through now and both teams it, held it once so so that's the big thing right like you can challenge and win for it but then defending it is the real challenge like how long can you keep hold of it and um, having samoa being able to take a trophy home you know they've won world sevens titles which is is a big deal but holding something in the 15s and they they've got a realistic shot they could play yeah. against a you know, a Northern Hemisphere to and and get a result, and then have a have a tangible trophy to hold on to and say, "Look at us! Imagine taking that home to the islands." Yeah, well, and there was a point. So Scotland lost the Rayburn Shield on the weekend, but somebody pointed out they might be playing Chile uh, before they get through. And there could have been a scenario where Chile were challenging for a World Shield if Scotland could have held on to it. Um, as it stands, they lose their shot, you know, and so it's that yeah. thing, isn't it? That's so far, but so close, you know. So you have these teams who are looking at it going, all right, we're going to get a chance. And then a week before, it just gets whipped away because somebody else wins it. And and we love uncertainty in sport because if it was, if you knew it was going to happen, you wouldn't bother. Yeah. Yeah. Though I can give you some certainties, which is the Utrecht Shield, which is the women's version of it. Yeah. I can give you some certainty that England, the current holders, are probably going to keep it for a while. They are going to keep it for a while. They are all over it. So the, the did the Rayburn Shield idea come first and then you thought, yeah. hang on a minute, the Utrecht yeah, Shield the, is something we need to investigate? Yeah, yeah. So the, the Rayburn Shield came first. And I think I've always been a huge fan of the women's game. I was at the 2020, 2010 Rugby World Cup final. Um Maggie Alfonsi was amazing, and Carla Hepa, the pair of them were fantastic that day. But but I hadn't thought through the, the Utrecht Shield at that point, and there was actually somebody else who went, you know what, we should replicate this. Um, and a guy called Matt set that up and kind of went, oh, you know, like, this, this works. And I, I approached him and said, because he kind of wasn't getting the time to look at it, I was like, mate, I'd love to bring these together. He's like, yeah, go for it. Um, and so I kind of integrated them together because – it spoke to me on quite a deep level of I love the women's game, I love the men's game, I love rugby, if I'm honest. <laughs> you know, and it's all just rugby. 
Um, and so it was really nice actually now to be able to focus on both and, you know, leverage, there's a bit more profile on the Rayburn shield and it's a bit easier to get, but I really love that I can leverage that to make sure that the Utrecht shield gets it, that kind of share. And I think there'll be other environments where the Utrecht shield does that for the Rayburn shield because, you know, it depends on the audience, doesn't it? People are really interested in either. And I yeah, would say yeah. this year, it's 40 years since the first women's international. So it's actually quite a big year. Like the first women's rugby international was in 1982 in Utrecht. Um, and I think 40 years is kind of flying under the radio, radar, but it's actually, it's a pretty big milestone, I think. Yeah, especially when you see the the way the game has travelled. You know, it's done in 40 years, probably what the, the men's game's done in 150. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a phenomenal thing. And I, I think it just adds power that, that they're both there because it is for everyone. You've said, you know, it's rugby. It, that we, we need to get away from this trying to draw lines in, in things. It's just rugby. And to have those two prizes up for grabs, I'm pretty sure, you know, if the Scottish women thought they were playing for the Utrecht Shield or the Irish or the Welsh in, in the Six Nations coming up, yeah. it would it would add a little bit of spice and a little bit of interest. And it'd be great to have a presentation after the game for a, for a meaningful um, yeah. piece of oh, silverware. The, the presentation. So what I would love one day is for a real shield, uh, come to that, I'm hoping to make one, but, for a real show that the captain has to carry it out onto the pitch at the beginning of the game and place it on a holder at the side of the pitch. And then nobody's allowed to touch it until somebody either defends it or successfully challenges for it, at which point there has to be a handing over ceremony. Uh, you know, and I would envisage that captain to captain, you'd have to personally hand that shield over um, because there's theatre to that, right? Like it's, yeah, a, it's a personal thing. And so yeah. like Wales right now is the current Rayburn Shield holders. Genuinely... Whether this is recognised by World Rugby or not, genuinely, they're at the end of a line of winners since 1871. How cool is that? Like, they can point back to the birth of the international game and be like, yeah, we're at top of the pile. For the last six years, Fill Your Boots has been making rugby happen at the grassroots level. Please get involved and go to www.fybrugby.com to register your club or to register as a player and join the online community to make sure that games continue to happen in the future. Join in clubs with players and players with clubs to make sure that we can keep the club game as strong as possible. Fill Your Boots bringing rugby together. And the, the, the Rugby World Cup is so fresh that this is a proper investment in the tradition of the game. I don't know if you're aware, but up here in Scotland, we actually have the Bill McLaren Shield, which is yeah. played for in club rugby. Um, but you only get your name on it if you defend it three times. Nice. Um, because otherwise, I think it, you know... It, it would have to it be the, around. Yeah, this the size of a house. But uh, and I got my paws on it again back to Boromir. Um we beat Melrose at the Green Yards, the, the home of Sivens, and yeah. we got it. And do you know I didn't even know we were playing for it. I didn't even <laughs> know we were that playing for it. And no, and it and it was just given to um committee men in the committee room. And I didn't know until, until they arrived on the bus. And I was like, give me that. Uh, you know, Bill, Bill McLaren's everyone's hero. He's the voice oh, of rugby. Yes, yeah. And for me to get my paws on something that, you know, Bill Bill didn't know that that was ever going to be a thing. But um, I would love that to be given a higher profile. I think some of these, that, because I'm so uh, 
in admiration of the Ran Furley Shield, and and I loved it, and I got fully absorbed in Mulu and Waikato, yeah. and you know, I I kind of like the Chiefs, but actually. Yeah, I, I loved that. And that was so different from anything I'd ever seen before. But defending the log of wood was this this amazing, mystical, powerful thing that you, you've already summed it up at the very beginning. It was for the fans. I'm sure the players were motivated by it, but the fans were motivated by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. And, and I think that's, that's the fun, right? A lot of us are anorex and we like looking things up. We like statistics. And there is something deeply satisfying about looking ahead and going, when do I get a shot? You know, so I know right now that for the All Blacks to get a shot, Ireland need to come out of the Six Nations with the Rayburn Shield or else we don't get a chance. You know, and so I can already see that that's slipping away, if I'm honest. That's, you know, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Um, you know, so it, it's that thing of, of, of kind of looking ahead and, and investing in it. Um, you know, and I remember actually in November there were some people who were saying some Scots actually who were watching the South Africa England game hoping England would win because they knew if they had the Rayburn Shield they'd get the first shot at it. Uh, and I was like, uh, that is the power of the Shield right there to have a Scotsman supporting England and <laughs> making win a prize. Like you know, you've done all right, right? You know. And that I was just going to say that. So that adds another layer. You're now going to be supporting Ireland. And oh, adding yeah. a, a bit of weight to that so that yeah. you boys get a, get a crack. Yeah, and so that's exactly it, right? Like it helps you pick a dog in the fight because all of a sudden you're kind of like, all right, what's the math? What's the math to get me through so that we get a shot again? Um, you know, and it's it is that that dog in the fight it gets you invested in other games. You know, that that is brilliant. Now we're not all anoraks, Dave. I hate I hate to tell you this, we're not all anoraks, <laughs> but you you are. Some of the graphics you've produced um, on your social media, I love the I love the race. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That you, you charge oh, from the right. first yeah, yeah. one. That is so cool. I mean, I, I can only dream of having the tech skills for that nonsense. But you obviously get a massive kick out of this. Yeah, I think I always enjoy data. I like, you know, I, I think data is interesting, but I like meaningful data, right? Things that, that come through. And so like the bar chart race is a really good example. It just shows successful Rayburn Shield wins over time. And so it's fascinating to see the way it ebbs and flows. You know, Scotland starts strong because they won the first one. And then England kind of come to the come to the path. New Zealand don't even show up, I think, until 1923. Um, and there's this awesome point in that thing where you get to the 70s and South Africa and New Zealand really start to, to catch up on the traditional home nations. And then in the kind of late 90s, there's this battle between New Zealand and South Africa to who's got the most wins. Subsequently, New Zealand have kind of raced ahead a bit, um, much to my pleasure. Um, 
but it, you know it's one of those things that's really interesting seeing how it flows and you know like you can see over world war Two, south africa held the shield so there was like five games through the world war not quite sure how they still happened um but they held it for the most days because they held it for like 13 years uh because south africa held it from like 1937 through into 1950 odd um and so you get these remarkable little quirks of history I, I worry whenever South Africa hold the shield because they held it in World War One, they held it in World War Two, and they held it during the night the, during the pandemic. I feel like like there's a problem, right? If they win it again, what the hell's coming next? You, are, are you are you finger pointed here? Are the South Africans up <laughs> well, to something? <laughs> as much as I love playing the box, I feel like they might be like the kind of bringers of doom, you know. We, we won't clip that one. We definitely won't clip that. <laughs> I could get you in a I mean, world of trouble. I mean, South African rugby Twitter is a, an amazing thing, so it might give me lots of attention. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get Razzie involved. That'll definitely get you a lot of attention. So is the dream, here's a scenario, world rugby come on board, a trophy is, a shield is, is made, and we get to a World Cup final between the All Blacks and, well, Hell, it's it's my podcast between the All Blacks and Scotland, and it's not just the World Cup final, but it's also for the Rayburn Shield. Do you do you sit back with a gin and tonic and a cigar and go, my work here is done? Yeah, I think. Do you know the World Rugby recognition thing has become less important to me over the years uh, because I think I realise that that's not what drives me. It is as an end goal, but the bit that drives me is that actually, how much fun would it be? if everyone knew about this and if everyone was tracking it and we're able to another thing to have a bit of banter about to look at you know to to follow your other teams so yes that would be amazing but actually the bit that kind of warms the cockles in my heart is probably the fun that we can all have with it you know and and so to the making of the shield i have plans to make the shields uh so this year i think i'm going to try and make them i have done so for instance i've got a foamix version of the utrecht shield uh, which I took to one of the Red Roses games in in November. Got the team to sign it, which was nice. Oh, um, cool. So I've got a load of photos of them holding it. But I am planning to make the shield. I'm going to use a Scottish oak to make the Rayburn shield in honour of them, and I'll use a French oak or equivalent, but French wood for the Utrecht shield because they were the first holders of, of that one. And then, you know, it shows all of the winners around it. But as you were saying earlier about, you know, the um, Bill McLaren Shield, I want to have badges for each of the teams that win it. And if you win it, you get a you get a special badge in the middle. And then that can mark if you manage to get five defences, then you get a, a mark of notification if you manage to get 10 defences. And there's only England, South Africa and New Zealand who have done 10 defences. Um, you know, so, so it's like, and I think that that'll bring real, right? Because you'll be able to follow around in it. Oh, the full history of international rugby and the men's and the women's game with a real shield. You could, I, I feel like it's one of those things when it's real and the data that's on each one of those badges, you could sit there and study the history of the game in one place. And then as a player or as a fan, you'd know that you that whole history is yours. You know, you're actually at the end of it. Hello, my name is Bruce Aitchison from Happiness is Egg-Shaped and I am here to tell you where you can get your Happiness is Egg-Shaped merchandise. Go to www.halbro.com and search for Happiness is Egg-Shaped in the stores. We've got it all. Umbrellas, snoots, hats, towels for when you eventually get to go on holiday to the beach or by the pool. 
we've got hoodies, we've got t-shirts, we've got all sorts going on there. Check it out, get your Happiness is Egg-Shaped merchandise, you can get it all coloured up for your favourite team or for your country. Get involved, because you know, I know, everybody knows, Happiness is Egg-Shaped. But the data only tells a bit of the story for me to look at that and look at a, a, a year and a, a victory. My mind would then start racing with who and where and what happened and what was the score and what was the yeah. crowd. And, you know, these things just spark off the romance in us. Yeah, it's funny. I, I was doing some kind of on this day things, kind of looking back. And so I did one not long ago, a guy called Arthur Gold who was a Welsh player. And it was really nice because it was, you know, kind of he was the star. I think it was a game in like 1894 or something. Um, you know, and I posted out on that, uh, on the kind of social media bits and the amount of people who kind of chimed with it, who were just like, oh, actually, I've heard of him, you know, and kind of and thinking through. And it's exactly that. It's, it takes you back to those stories. And then there was this whole conversation about who the glamour boy of today is for Welsh rugby. Uh, you know, and actually that's that's the nice thing, right, is you've got those ties through history to kind of go, well, well Arthur Gould won it back in the 1890s. Now you've got Gavin Henson, you know, and it's and it's like the, you know, I mean, I'm not sure who would call the glamour boy of Saturday's team. Reese Zammett, that man is handsome. Yes, he's good looking. Although... He's no, he's no Darcy Graham though, is he? He's no Darcy Graham. <laughs> anyway, that, well, that's a, that's a fight and an argument, and a comparison for another day. Well, it Dave, depends where your depends where your preferences lie, you know. It's, um, always I, with I'm, Darcy Graham, and if, 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 lower, if your so. preferences are not with Darcy Graham, you're wrong. That let's just let's just lay that one on the table right now. Um, so the it's been played over two hundred different winners, you know, or yeah. or changes of hands. The Utrecht Shield. Could be forty years old this year if if it yeah. was in place. When you take that that mock up shield and the players sign it, did they ask? Did, were they interested? Was it something yeah. that they commented on? Yeah, do you know what? Uh, what was really nice was it was they were all really happy to interact. That team are amazing. They're brilliant ambassadors for their team. The way they were with the kids sticking around is brilliant. But Poppy Cleo, for instance, who had captain the team and is a fantastic player she was she recognized it immediately and was like oh wait a minute i'm supposed to celebrate with this and like held it up like that and i was just like poppy you're my hero you know <laughs> it's um and so it was really nice to see that start to come through and i think you know at the moment it's curiosity right like i'm pretty realistic about that but um as we get it real and, and i'm hoping that there might be an event that takes place for the celebration of that 40 years in, in utrecht and i would hope that we'll have the shield there as well so you know, there'll be a few things like that where actually we can start to celebrate it and start to bring it through. At the moment, I wouldn't hand the shield over to a team because it's not official. We know what rugby teams do with things. Um, we've all been there. Uh, so it needs to be official in that terms in order to not have it um, wind up as firewood. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of your, one of your uh, principles, I think, is that anyone can get a shot at this. So, you know, yeah. in cricket, the only two teams can win the Ashes. In the Calcutta Cup, there's only two teams can win the Calcutta Cup, whereas this is genuinely open to all as far as elite sport can allow anybody to have a crack at it. Yep. The the motivation for a player is, or that's not true, but a lot of motivations for players is show me your medals. To, 
to say that you've had a shot of one of these trophies would be quite a big deal. And it's amazing to hear Poppy Cleal had seen it on social media. Have you had any nice interactions on social media that's given you a little shot in the arm and thought, right, let's keep this going? Yeah, there's been a few. I mean, I don't think any that are huge. I think it's mostly regular regular folk, right? You know, I mean, I was excited when you uh, engaged, you know, and Squidge Rugby. Like, that was a moment for me. As soon as Squidge is retweeting, you're like, boom. Uh, <laughs> But in terms of players, it's it's a bit harder because it's not it's not there yet, right? Like it's not. Um, and I also also am aware that for the unions, they can't engage because it's not sanctioned by World Rugby. It just I'm not naive to the fact that really they can't engage with it at this point. But that's fine. The rest of us can, uh, yeah. you know. And so we kind of take it from there. So I think you know a few times people have kind of said, "Oh, look, you talk to World Rugby." The answer is yes in a couple of different ways, but. Nothing at any level because the truth is we're probably not at that point yet. We need to have the fans on board. And so you'll often see me talking about trying to build a following and, and it's not huge at the moment. But I think more recently I've recognized that actually the following is what matters in terms of spreading the word. And then the job's done. You know, actually, once it's out there and we're all tracking it and we're all following it, everything else is irrelevant. We're enjoying it, whether it's recognized or not. Yeah, and it will right. be recognised, right? Here, here, here's, here's the invitation. You need to come up to Rayburn Place. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but they've, there's been a, a documentary made about that first yeah. um, that first game, and it premiered at Rayburn Place. I was lucky enough to be invited. I'm, I'm also lucky enough to actually feature in it, which just blew my <laughs> socks off. But Rayburn Place is, is going through a, a major redevelopment at the moment. They're going to have the museum, and yeah. it's a nice place to go for a cup of coffee. So you need to come up and have a wander around Rayburn Place. And, yeah. you know... It, that's got to be the place you launch it, hasn't it? Uh, it has to be done at Rayburn Place. You know, I've I've talked to a couple of lads at, at Rayburn Place. It's been a long time now, but I, I do go up to Edinburgh semi-regularly, semi or at least before the pandemic. Um, and and they're really friendly. They're really interesting. I think they love the fact uh, that that it recognises their, their role in the birth of the game. One of the things that I always wanted was wood uh from Rayburn Place you know that was one of my dreams and I think now I've kind of realized I've never quite managed to get it but actually it's fine I'll make it out of Scottish wood and then if we can get a little bit of wood from from Rayburn Place I'll put it in the heart of the shield I only need a little bit just it's you know, just the heart that's what matters right yeah um, absolutely well we'll know, get one of those cheap tre- tre- the trees chopped down in Inverleith Park yeah. we'll, we'll go and just take a little a little sliver off yeah. <laughs> to get in the middle there Dave I absolutely love it so what what can we do to help build this following and get this message out there? Yeah, I think the biggest things is is following us on social media, but probably beyond that is actually sharing it and mentioning it to people. But it's also clubhouse conversations, right? Like, oh, mate, have you heard about this? You know, if you run a quiz, stick it in the quiz. You know, it's that thing of spreading the word wherever we can, um, you know, because the Rayburn Shield is, I love now, occasionally I'll have people mention it to me who I don't know. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, this is brilliant because I, yeah. I haven't told you. Um, you know, and for the Utrecht Shield, I think there's a real opportunity with that because the women's Six Nations coming up at the moment. I'm focusing a lot on the Rayburn Shield because the men's games, what's being played. I'll switch focus quite a lot towards the Utrecht Shield as that uh, tournament picks up. And I think there's a huge focus and opportunity with the women's game just for us all to get a lot more enjoyment out of some great rugby. <laughs> you know, I think there's um. It's a huge amount of great code being played that lots of people haven't been exposed to yet. And I hope the Utrecht Shield can be part of that journey as it kind of grows out. Yeah. So, yeah, 
the, the, women, the women are phenomenal ambassadors, aren't they? You've already mentioned that they, you know, they engage and they hang around. They're, they're still very accessible um, yeah. because it's not gone huge yet and it's growing. And it'd be a great time to get in and just add another layer to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's um, it's one to be supported, right? Like, I just, as I said, rugby's rugby. Uh, and I want to see everyone get their chance. Um, and I think Dave, I love it. I love it. It's so nice to speak to people similarly infected by this ridiculous game that that hurts and is is ridiculous. It it just is. And someone like you putting time and energy into this, I love it. I love the passion that you've got and the time you're dedicating to it and the enthusiasm you show. Um, typical Kiwi and being from Dunedin, the weather doesn't matter to you, does it? No, no. To be fair, I mean I'm that guy who wears shorts all year round, so. <laughs> I accepted it long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, thank you so much for joining us. I've absolutely loved it, and I'm going to do everything I can to help you promote and get the word out. I'm I'm looking forward to you launching the Rayburn Shield at Rayburn Place with uh, right. with Scotland. 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 <laughs> well, you guys just need to win it again, right? Like, yeah, you know, we'll yeah that's all we have to do. We just have to beat a really good team. Yeah, that okay. Yeah, bloody Kiwis make it sound so simple. Hey mate, we haven't had it since 2017, so you've had it twice since then. So yeah, we we've got no World Cups to show either, though. <laughs> there's time, there's time. I mean, yeah, I think 2050 is coming up. You know. <laughs> yes, yes, Dave. All the best. Great to see you. I look forward to catching up with you in the flesh at some point very, very soon. Thank you, my man. Thank you. Cheers. Absolutely love it. You, you just got to admire somebody who puts so much time and energy into something just because he loves it and he's passionate about it. You heard the man, follow him on Facebook and on uh, Twitter and Instagram. It is a great thing. He's got all sorts of data and stats and pretty looking uh, data and bar graphs. It's really, really cool. And to see countries like Romania and Japan have held it, I think that makes it a pretty fair competition too. If you've enjoyed it, you can catch us on Acast, Spotify, and Apple. You can watch on YouTube and Facebook. Please go and have a look at the back catalogue. I'm sure there's something there for everyone. There's lots more to come in the future, too. In the meantime, get yourself on social media. Follow the Rayburn Shield and the Utrecht Shield. Follow us at Happiness is Egg Shaped. In the meantime, my name is Bruce Aitchison, and my happiness is egg shaped. I look forward to speaking to you all again very, very soon. I'm Mayhem. Hello, I'm Chaos. And our happiness is egg-shaped. Happiness is egg-shaped. It loves a circle with no end. No, what's going on? It's not about this blessing. And he said happiness is egg-shaped. Hey, um, happiness is egg-shaped. Happiness is egg-shaped. It loves a circle with no end. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.